Hey guys, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, I want to talk about another high-performing dyslexic skill or trait or technique that I use that's been super valuable. And it's all about being grateful. And I know you're sitting there going, I've heard this about a thousand times. Why do I need to hear it again? Well, I'm going to just spin it a little bit and give it a slightly different perspective for the way the dyslexic mind works and one of the biggest challenges we have. So let's dive into this episode. Okay, guys, let's dive into this episode. So sorry I'm running a little late for my regular listeners. Easter caught up on me and I needed Monday off, or I chose to have Monday off as probably a better use. Uh, so we'll be diving into this episode today, and I'll have two more for you this week. I've got a fantastic one on some NLP triggers that I'm I'm working on at the moment. One for helping me sleep, and one for uh, focusing me and giving me some energy. Uh, so I'll explain a bit more about those later in the week. I've also managed to secure myself, um, I say secure myself, a diagnosis in New Zealand to get CBD oil. I'll be explaining a bit more about that. I probably won't have that this week, but I'll touch on it. And I will be able to explain my experience once I've trialed it, um, which is quite exciting. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's what's coming. But in today's episode, I want to talk about gratitude and reflection. And let's start by looking at why this has come up. So the 1st of April is three months into the year for me. And at the beginning of every year, and I find years a good way to kind of um, pinpoint time. Who would have thought? Calendars, you know, good for that thing. Um, and I find I've, I've made a big commitment this year to reflect on what's happened in the last three months of every, of every period. So January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, and so forth. Um, and the first period came up. And I've literally put into my diary, I've blocked out two hours for this. Two hours to sit with some music, to do some meditation, to think about or feel what's happened in the last three months, and to write down a list to remind myself. Because I can I don't know about you, but some days I can feel like I've achieved nothing. Not just in the last three months, but in my life. I feel like I keep going backwards. I feel like I'm on the treadmill the wrong way. Um, nothing's working out. And like this flush of pain and frustration and anxiety. And one part of me just wants to blow it all up and start again. The other part of me just goes, what's the point in that? I'll just do the same thing. And I find reflection is super helpful to remind myself of what I've achieved. And like looking back at this list, I'm not sure if you can hear this. I wrote this down in a physical form. It's again my text and I wouldn't um, run this past a spell checker. I think I missed the T in payments, um, you know, but it, it at least gives me a place to start with. So like I look at this and I go three months sober. I've been sober for three months. If I, if I looked back and I said, hey, you've been, you've actually given up drinking for three months. That alone is huge. That's a massive tick. I'm three months vape free. That's pretty cool as well. Nicotine. That's a huge, huge stimulant that I've cut out because it wasn't helping me. Now, there's other stuff down here that I can't even read, but it's very important. One of them was around blocking my calendar out, making sure I had Tuesday and Friday for a certain certain meetings that never changed. That's huge for me because I'm so easily influenced by my calendar. And although I haven't got it perfect this year, it's been a massive step in the right direction. When I say this year, last three months. 
I've joined a gym. Um, I'm walking on a daily basis pretty much and feeling great for it. Definitely feeling more energetic and super been helping me getting the physical uh, workouts. I took the time to, to actually break up my bank accounts. So I actually created another bank account that did my automatic payments. And so money goes into there and it just works without me missing payments or forgetting to put money in an account. I'd, I'd always known how to do this, but I'd just been too lazy. I just never prioritized it. So I finally did that, and that's a big tick. You know, all these little things, you know, the business that I'm, I, I, I partially run and own has made some massive steps in the last three months. All these things I can look at and go, wow, sheesh, that was just three months? It feels like a year. It feels like so much has happened. And it just gives me a moment to really breathe and think, wow, that is awesome. What will the next three months hold? And I, and I think this is something we can be very, and when I say we, the grand we, people with dyslexia, ADHD, we can be so focused on what's in front of us and trying to achieve it and dealing with the anxiety of it, or the more anxiety than the average person deals with, that we don't stop long enough to look back, to chuck some music on and think, what have the last three months brought me? And to go, wow, that's some pretty awesome stuff. You know, those are massive things. That's pretty awesome. And I was part of that. I did that. You know, my partner, Holly, she's amazing. You know, she wanted a new house and she's alongside me. We've, we've put a deposit down and we've we're getting a new house that's being built in 18 months. That's down to her hard work in the last, I'd say, three months. You know, we've got a new bathroom in the house in the last six months, and that's down to her hard work. She's amazing like that. And, you know, when you, in a day, you can feel tired and overwhelmed and stuff, but you look back over three to six months and you go, wow, those are some amazing things. You know, they're massive steps. And so, you know, you may be thinking, gratitude. I keep hearing about this. Every day I wake up and I think, I'm grateful for being alive. Or I'm grateful that the sun is shining. You know, gra gratitude isn't about forcing yourself to say something you should be grateful for. And I think that is super, super important to put a line under, is don't say something because someone told you you should be grateful for it. That is BS. You know, I am grateful, not that the sun is shining, but it is a sunny day because my mood is so much better when the sun is out. I'm grateful that I jumped out of bed when my alarm went off and I didn't put it on snooze 27 more times. These are the things you, you know, that are truly intrinsic to me of what I'm grateful for. You know, I'm grateful that I can get a glass of cold, cool water, put a little bit of lemon juice in it and sip it, you know, in a, in a, in a house. You know, some of these ones as well, if I'm honest, I think they're important. But, you know, I think you've got to be really true to what you truly are grateful for. And I don't know about you, but I know I take my place in life for granted a hundred percent i completely can't fathom how lucky i am to have a house running water food 
But in saying that, I haven't had the experience of the opposite. So I don't know if this makes sense, but it feels weird to say I'm grateful for food and water. You know, I, I, I am, I'm grateful for it, but am I really grateful for it? Is it really moving my emotional needle? You know, one of the one of the judgments I do for this, and, I, and I'm not saying this because I'm a bad person, I'm just saying this, that I haven't got the opposing experience. If I'd lived on the street for six months, I would 100% have that opposing experience to be grateful for. And I think that's really key for gratitude, is you have to have had the opposing experience to be grateful for it. Do you know what I mean? Like I've had the opposing experience of not getting out of bed when my alarm goes, being late for a meeting or work and stressing the hell out. So when I get up at the right time or when I make my bed, when I forget to make it sometimes, I'm grateful for that because I've had the opposing experience, you know? Um, And when I say stuff like, oh, the sun has come up today, you know, which I hear people say and talk about on example podcasts and stuff around gratitude. You know, I've never I've never had a day in my life where the sun hasn't risen at some point. If the sun doesn't rise, the world is going to end. So it's not, you know, it's a stupid thing to be grateful for. Um, hopefully, <laughs> it's a bit of a rant at the end of this. But, be, but you know, I think it's an important point. Is be grateful for something that's changed, improved, you've got an opposing experience for. You know, um, if you've never jumped out of a plane, I use this because I've used this in other, in other podcasts, you know, don't be grateful that you don't have to jump out of a plane today if you've never jumped out of a plane and have had the opposing experience because it's just being facetious and you're just messing with yourself. So make sure you've had the opposite. And, you know, with dyslexia, majority of us have lived about 17 different lives um, in every different year, you know, be it from jobs to work to health to, you know, there's been probably massive changes. So there's lots of stuff you can be grateful for. But I think having that counterbalance is so important. And whether you decide to do it as a daily practice, you know, I'm not someone who thinks you have to do it daily or weekly or monthly. I personally try to do it on a on a daily basis internally, maybe once or twice a day. Like in the evening, in the morning, I try and think of a couple of things. But if I don't, I let it go. It's okay. But I make sure that it's in my diary every three months. I put a pen in there and I put two hours in there because I want to be reflective. I want to work out what I'm actually grateful for, not what I'm trying to pretend to be grateful for. I want to really dig deep in my life and go, hey, I'm grateful for this because of that. And the experience I had that makes me an expert to know that this is a gratitude is this, you know. I'm really grateful for the getting my bank payments sorted. I was saying earlier, the reason I'm grateful is that about three weeks ago or four weeks ago, I missed three gym payments and it cost me twice as much because of the, the payment fee. It really frustrated me, really, really frustrated me. And it took me three weeks to get my butt into gear to sort it out. So I'm grateful my butt got into gear. Does that make sense? Is that a good example? I'm grateful that I've been sober for three months because there was a period last year where I can't, not that I can't remember it, but let's just say I know I was getting down because of it. And I know because of these things I'm learning, I can make some really good steps in the next three months. Like I want to get my sleep into a better place. That's really big. I want to continue to find ways to 
reduce and redirect my anxiety and the ways that I stimulate myself. That sounds dodgy, but you know what I mean, where I find adrenaline to to push forward with and motivation, etc. You know, so these are these are ways, you know, these are things that are important to me. And because of this time to reflect, it makes a massive impact. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope it's got you thinking about reflection and look forward to the next two podcasts that are coming out this week. Have an epic rest of your day.